Welcome to Chatsunami. The year was 2020. It was supposed to be the year of exploration, where I would push myself to become the best I could possibly be. I would go travelling, exploring my hobbies, and even master the languages that I was learning. Despite a few setbacks, the year was primed to be a success, and nothing would get in my way. At least, so I thought. It's strange to think of it now, but the world truly did change that year. 2020 was the year of a global pandemic, where many were forced to stay in their homes in a national lockdown. It was unprecedented territory, marked with fear and uncertainty. But despite this, there were many who found a creative outlet to pass the days, and for me, that special thing was streaming. At the time, I had no idea what I was going to do, until a friend suggested that I take up streaming on Twitch. I must confess that I was rather reluctant to partake, as most of my perceptions of the medium were tied to compilations on YouTube, of people either making fools of themselves, or doing something controversial. But after talking to them, I decided to give it a go, and through it, I met some wonderful content creators. I spoke about this in a previous episode, but streaming is deceptively tough. Many consider the act of streaming as simply switching on a camera, playing a game, and awaiting a horde of wealth from the adoring fans. And while that is possible, chances of it succeeding are slim, between marketing, content creation, and investing in equipment. The process became draining and discouraging, but from the ashes of content creation fatigue rose a new interest. One that I never thought was even possible. So when my friend Craig introduced me to the weird and wonderful world of podcasting, my curiosity was piqued. If I had learned anything from my time streaming, it was that I enjoyed talking to the audience more than I did playing the actual games. It wasn't long before my friends and I discussed the possibility of a live podcast, and with that, my journey into this world began. Looking back on it now, I'm surprised that the show lasted for as long as it did. Despite having numerous streams under my belt, the thought of doing a podcast live was a terrifying prospect, but on that day, we went live, and my fear soon subsided, as we chose to discuss a topic that had brought us closer together as friends, that of course being Dungeons and Dragons. I must admit, after it was over, I didn't quite know where to go from there. As much as my friend was willing to help, he had his own commitments at the time, meaning that I wouldn't be able to have him on every week. That's when Adam stepped in, graciously offering to assume the role of my co-host, and I certainly snapped up that offer as quickly as it had been given. We recorded season one of the podcast live on Twitch, each week a learning curve, as I learned how to edit audio, as well as juggling between that and my streaming commitments. After the first 50 or so episodes were complete, the age of live recordings came to a natural end. As the world began to somewhat open up more, it became harder to commit to such a rigid schedule of going live every Wednesday. Instead, we shifted to recording in our spare time, eventually getting other friends such as Andrew to join the team. But despite this new venture, I never really felt like I could call myself a podcaster. Sure, I had a podcast show, but my identity was tied more into my streaming persona, which in turn made the podcast feel more like an experiment rather than a fully-fledged identity. Truth be told, I didn't really know what I wanted Chatsunami to be. Would it be a gaming podcast? Or would we instead focus on films 
films and television during the first season. I even invited some of my streaming friends on for a segment called Streamer Spotlight, where I would interview them about their time as content creators during the pandemic. If you haven't checked these episodes out yet, then I would highly recommend them. And as time went on, I leant into the label of variety content creator, choosing to cover what made me happy, rather than following the latest trends. But after three years of podcasting, what have I learned? If you came to this episode expecting the silver bullet to podcasting success, then unfortunately, I don't have the answer. Even now, people congratulate me for each milestone I hit, and I still feel like an indie podcaster. But even from the beginning, I feel like I've grown enough to notice the good, the bad, and the interesting aspects of podcasting. Starting with the positives. I feel like podcasting has given me more confidence as an individual. It may be a cliche, but growing up, I was the stereotypical shy, nerdy kid. But with podcasting, I felt like I had found something that truly gave me a voice to talk about my interests to a wider audience. That's not to say this was the ultimate solution to social woes, but at the same time, it helped me express myself in a way that I never thought was possible. But above all else, podcasting gave me a way to keep in touch with my friends and collaborate often. It's probably no surprise to the older listeners out there, but when you reach a certain age, dynamics within your friend groups change, and this unfortunately is a part of life. People become invested in building their own lives, which in turn means that they have less time to talk. This gave me a chance to strengthen my friendships with those I saw less of. Coupled with the lockdowns of 2020 that kept us housebound, I was able to forge new memories and experiences. I also found that the indie podcast community, at least the part I've seen so far, has been nothing but supportive and prop one another up constantly. As a group who are less likely to have a horde of marketing pros behind them, this forces indie creators to band together, which in turn forges friendships and an exchange of knowledge. Without it, I feel like I would have most likely been discouraged in putting myself out there. But unfortunately, the hobby is not without its issues and controversies. After all, while I said that the majority of indie podcasts are indeed supportive, there's a small pocket that act in bad faith, whether that be through unwarranted negativity, inappropriate behaviour, or even pretending to show interest in your show, just to boost their own. It's definitely something to watch out for. Remember, just because a show follows you, doesn't mean that you're automatically obliged to reciprocate. Another thing to take into account is that podcasting, no matter what anyone says, can be tough at times. Detractors of the hobby will mock it for being simple, that somehow the act of turning on a microphone and speaking into it is easy. And well, yes, that is indeed the bare minimum expected. If you want your podcast to gain any sense of traction, then you need far more than that. First, you need an idea and a name, that hook to get podcasters interested. Then you'll have to do the hard part, take your first step and start recording. And the best part is, you don't have to necessarily hit the ground running. New podcasters may have this misconception that you need some high quality equipment and this will equal success. But if you don't understand how to use said equipment properly, then this will most likely not work. So long as you have a decent enough microphone that is within your budget, then that's all you need. Starting a podcast isn't some static thing. It's dynamic. It's fluid. It's forever changing. And you'll notice a stark difference between episode 1 and episode 100. Above all else, it's a journey. 
that can change people. And I believe it can have a positive effect. That being said, there are those that use the medium for some rather unscrupulous goals. I've lost count of the amount of times I've been scrolling through my phone only to see someone call for an end to podcasts because some idiot with a microphone has spouted the latest controversial talking point. Now before I go on, I genuinely believe that to an extent, people are entitled to begin a podcast so that like myself, their voice can be heard. But when you begin to use this platform for hateful means, then to me, you're no longer a podcaster. You're just an arse with a microphone. And beyond getting your episodes out there, there's a lot that people unfortunately do not see behind the curtains of the episode-making process. From the late-nights editing to the marketing, it's a never-ending cycle of trying to get your voice out there. And it can be really discouraging seeing bigger podcasts succeed when you yourself are barely scraping together a handful of listens. And the unfortunate reality is... Podcast marketing is sadly oversaturated, with a plethora of celebrities, influencers, and other high-profile figures making shows with a dedicated team. Then you may think to yourself, is there any point? Well, personally, I would say yes. Podcasting may not be going away anytime soon, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't start. It is something that means something different to everyone. From intellectual discussions to pop culture critique, there's an audience for everyone. The key thing is patience and finding your group. Don't feel pressured to compare yourself to others. Take this journey at your own pace, and you'll get there eventually. After all, it's been three years since I started the podcast, and while I'm nowhere near the height of some of my contemporaries, I wouldn't change what I've done for the world. To me, Chatsunami has embodied something far beyond that of a podcast show. It's a cosy gathering of friends, catching up in old times, united by a common topic. Through that, listeners also join the conversation on the other side, learning about a topic that they may never have even considered, and to think that the whole community is united under the image of a red panda, an image I personally chose to remind me of a positive moment in my life. It makes me happy beyond words. Who knows where Chatsunami will be in three more years? Whatever happens, we'll be sure to take you along the journey. So if you're thinking of starting that podcast, then I say go for it. Don't let others dissuade you and be sure to use that voice for something good. As I said, podcasting is a journey and it is one that you will never forget. Do you have a podcast? Are you thinking of starting one? Don't forget to leave your comments below. If you want to check out more episodes by ourselves, then you can check us out on the website, chatsunami.com. I also want to thank our Pandalorian patrons after all these years, Robotic Battle Toaster and Sonia. Thank you so much for supporting the show. If you want exclusive content and early access to episodes, then you can check us out on patreon.com. But as always, my Pandalorians, stay safe, stay awesome, and most importantly, stay hydrated.